0: Welcome to Unchained TV, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez-Mitchell. You're about to hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your health, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez-Mitchell. Hello,
1: and we are so honored to have incredible activists here who are doing extraordinary work. Jenny McQueen is famous in Canada and increasingly around the world for her activism. She has just been sentenced for showing the truth, the horrors that uh, exist inside a Canadian pig breeding facility. And yet instead of hailing her as a hero, she and 10 others have been sentenced. Let's go straight out to Jenny McQueen and find out what she was charged with, what she was just sentenced to and why she's being punished for showing the world what's actually happening inside factory farming. Jenny. Thank you so much, Jane. Thank you for having us on. Um, We investigated
2: a disgusting, they're all disgusting, pig farm way back in 2019 in December. And it's taken three and a half years for the judge to now give us a criminal sentence, would you believe, for actually trying to expose the horror, the absolute horror story inside this place. And, I mean, people should know, first off, that we reported all the conditions to the government. We reported animal cruelty. We reported you know, fire hazards, and we reported the conditions that we found in there. And the government made a report inside, and they actually failed the place. So even the government agreed with us at the time that this place was an absolute horror story, and yet we're the ones who receive a criminal sentence. And it was actually uh, 11 of us on trial. And five of us received a criminal record and six of us were given conditional discharges.
1: I have to say I got PTSD just watching the footage, which I always have to edit in order to upload. There's a piglet dying. This is uh, what the Canadian pig industry describes as the best conditions in the world. I mean, I I can't even... I can't even wrap my mind around this. I mean, it's so horrifying. I became sick, just ill, just literally editing this so that I could upload it so we could have a discussion about the fact that you are being punished, not for taking any of these animals out, which you regret not being able to do, but for just going in there and live streaming it. So Natalie Bartosik, you are another one of the defendants. What is your emotional reaction? Look at this. Look at this. I mean, this is hellish. Uh, these mother pigs can't even turn around. To, they're locked in cages the size of their bodies, unable to turn around. They're, they're spray-painted with markings. They're in filth. and And you show the world that this is happening. And instead of getting a medal... Okay, these animals are going crazy. They are they cannot turn around. Okay, uh, instead of getting a medal, look at this. I mean, what psycho would invent this system where these pigs who are smarter than dogs cannot turn around? Instead of getting a medal, you're put on trial. So Natalie, take it away. What is your emotional reaction to being put on trial for this and
3: now being sentenced. And what was your sentence? My sentence was the conditional discharge, which means no criminal record. Um, I am of course relieved for myself, but for my friends who were charged criminal, um, not charged criminally, we were all charged criminally, but convicted to have a criminal record. Of course, I, I really feel for them. Um, yeah. Emotionally it's, it's traumatizing to be there and, and, and to and see them and, and know that you can't really do much for them all you can do is film and and you know uh, go through this process in the in the courts to to raise the conversation in society to to bring their plight out of the darkness into the light because it really is just shrouded in secrecy and hidden from the public on purpose of course because if the public knew what was going on no one would want to pay for it and that's really why so many of us have found veganism it's just logical why would we ever want to do this to them even if they had beautiful lives I mean this is obviously pretty terrible footage um, but there are some farms where you know they're not in just ancient crates and they live you know out in pastures and but why are we exploiting them and slaughtering them if we don't need to we live in a time where we don't need to do this Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself I mean just about this one specific farm it was obviously disgusting and horrible. And the fact that this was allowed to go on for so long, this place that it was allowed to be like this and, and operate for so long is, is uh, it's criminal itself. It should be criminal. And And
1: I have to say, Jenny, um, the judge himself acknowledged when he was in the trial, he himself said um, that this is, horrifying in essence. I want to actually use his direct quote while we show some more of the footage. Here's what he said. Impactful, poignant, troubling, and disturbing. Take it away, Jenny.
2: Yeah, exactly. And yet this is the infuriating thing that the judge himself has this view. He saw the footage in court and yet he feels bound by the legal system to actually you know, find us guilty. And, and he found another method of finding us guilty of break and enter by saying that we delayed the feeding of the pigs. I mean, I'm glad that all our lawyers fought against all the other lies in court. But honestly, the Canadian parliament now at the highest level is repeating the lies that the, you know, air quote, farmer um, put against us that we sabotaged equipment and that we left doors open. And now the Canadian Parliament just this week has been repeating these lies and trying to introduce an ag-gag bill, which is likely to pass, you know, Canada-wide ag-gag bill.
1: It's out of control. We've got a caller. um, Steve. In Texas, your question or thought for our heroic panel. I wanted to say thank you so much for
4: the public service that, that you contributed to our society to show the truth. This is investigative journalism that we should, you know, encourage and appreciate. Thank you so much for the sacrifices you made to get the truth out there. Uh, you should be rewarded, not punished.
1: Thank you. Thank you, yeah. Steve. I mean that. Thank you, Steve. That makes so much sense, and it's you know as people say, look, infuriating to see and hear this, and of course, ultimately, it is a consumer issue. I mean, none of this would be happening if people just said, "I am not going to eat pigs." I have never, to my knowledge, even tasted pigs, um, and it's obvious that it's unnecessary. In fact. Processed meat, which is how most people eat pigs, is officially cancer-causing, according to the World Health Organization. So not only is it torture for these animals, it's bad for human health. Um, Heart disease is a leading killer, and it comes from eating animals because animals have high cholesterol. Animals produce cholesterol. We're animals. We produce our own cholesterol, unless you're one of the rare people with a genetic predisposition to high cholesterol, if you have high cholesterol, it's because you're eating a lot of animal products. And so it's killing us with heart disease and cancer, and it's destroying the environment. Uh, Animal agriculture is a leading cause of climate change. And it's torture for the animals, as you can see with your own eyes, looking at the footage that these women recorded, and yet they're prosecuting them. This is the crazy mixed-up world. Now, how is it impacting your life, Jenny? I would assume that you were somewhat relieved you're not going to jail or prison, but you're still getting a criminal record, correct? Yes. And
2: the conditions that I have, I mean, there's about seven or eight conditions that, you know, um, if, if we break any of those conditions, then, I don't know, we, we get carted off to jail. So... Um, we just had a lawyer look at some of these conditions and he was horrified, you know, our free speech is being impacted, um, and travel, uh, and employment is impacted. Um, I'm not so concerned about myself personally, but for some of the defendants who've now got a criminal record, you know, if they want to get a job, if they want to volunteer in a school, uh, yeah, um, their lives are impacted. Absolutely. Um, And and just one qualification, Um, you mentioned, you know, uh, cholesterol from animals and eating animals causes cancer. Well, I mean, we know that that's a a big, big factor, but um, let's qualify that and um, say that, you know, for me, it's not so much about health because theoretically, you know, people will say eating animals in moderation is fine, I think for me personally, I focus in on the conditions, um, on the use and the abuse of animals. And let's just, you know, make that my main focus and let's stop that in its tracks. Yeah.
1: There was a protest that was held outside court. There you are holding up a sign, justice for them. Um, A lot of people take a look. It's a pretty um, large demonstration came to support you and the, uh, 10 others. And, um, this is the protest outside court that just occurred as the sentencing was going down or right before the sentence, right before the defendants went in right to be free, not killed right to be free, not killed Um, I see one camera there. I don't even know if that's news media. There should be every single camera in Canada and the United States there. Um, Well, that's one of the reasons we started Unchained TV, because not only do they try to punish people who show it, they refuse to show it or they show it in a very slanted manner. So share this out if you have any way. If you're watching on the streaming network, there's a share button. If you're watching on Facebook, there's a share button share this out okay we've got another caller nilo Farr in dallas your question or thought for our heroic panel
2: hi thanks for exposing this mind-numbing violence Um, here in the united states uh, our tax dollars are used to create and sustain these systems of violence they've been normalized and they're massive and they're powerful the united states department of agriculture big government um they're they're hand in hand with these uh, big groups i assume it's the same in canada as well right yes it is
3: yes here it's the same the the government gives massive subsidies to the industry um, as well so it's our it's our tax dollars going to fund these products that we don't even need that harm us and animals and the earth, and that definitely needs to change.
1: Look at this. Oh, gee, uh, is that meat? No, that is a plant-based alternative to um, pastrami sandwich. Excellent. And, you know, there. Honestly, I believe that these meat alternatives uh, will probably be the thing that gets us to the tipping point because I'm sorry. I don't buy the idea that people don't know. People want plausible deniability at this point. You'd have to be living under a rock every couple of weeks. There's another undercover investigation. It's all over social media. Even if the mainstream media refuses to cover it, um, these, these images are out there. People have seen them by this point. And I just think that it's absolutely, absolutely incumbent upon everybody to look in the mirror. I mean, just yesterday we did a story trying to stop the Yulin Dog Meat Festival um, that is going on right now in Yulin, China, and everybody's expressing horror, and it is horrifying. It is completely horrifying what they're doing to dogs that are companion animals. But it's also completely horrifying what's happening in the United States and Canada to pigs. And pigs are smarter than dogs. Not that that should mean anything. But, I mean, at this point, I feel that, you know, people keep saying be so, oh, so very polite and just urge people. But this is beyond morally reprehensible. There are really no words, Jenny, to describe the video that you went in and live streamed. And what were your demands when you went in there? Well, it was kind of simple. You know, we wanted media to come inside and see for
2: themselves because, you know, sometimes you you don't get believed when when you're describing these situations unless media will will show it themselves. Um, And then the other thing was we wanted an animal bill of rights in the province of Quebec. And what did we get instead? We get politicians telling us that Canada is the the gold example around the world. And, you know, you say, Jane, that surely to goodness people should know. But when we have politicians making these pronouncements that, oh, you know, all the bonds I've been in have been tidier than my nine-year-old daughter. Like, what do we do with this? I'm, you know, my mind is blown when I read things like this. And people believe politicians. They believe the media. They believe these big companies. And even, even I mean, like, Natalie, you said earlier, um, animals are out on pasture. That's maybe for a month or two during summer. But in Canada, you know, they're in a barn. Even the cows are in a sh- shitty barn, excuse my language,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and chained. So, honestly, people have this... Uh, we call them farms. People think of these bucolic farms with green fields and animals enjoying themselves. And it couldn't be further from the truth. With every single animal that's sold as, you know, air quote, food.
1: Oh, yeah. And the the those so-called mythical nice farms are, <laughs> they're so rare that they don't even amount to one percentage point. 99% of animals are produced on factory farms. Let's stop repeating those myths. Uh, we've got another caller Annie, in Sherman Oaks, California, your question or thought for our heroic panel.
4: Oh, hey, hi, hi, hi. Thank you. I could not hear it first. Sorry. Thank you so much for having this session. Um, it's, it, it, it's really heart-wrenching. I'm, I'm so disturbed. Like, I have seen this uh, farm bill being pushed, which is coming up in October, that this industry is the mastermind of painting horrors uh, into a, this beautiful picture. And the best example I could give for those who are familiar with Farmer John, uh, that the mules were all happy while inside a nightmare yes. of hell, of all hells was happening. They're doing this again with for the farm builder, preparing people. So many people, they're getting major traction. They're, they're using our commercials, beautiful animals, happy animals with happy people to think that people are going to get These animals to take care of them and grow vegetations. In the meantime, they're taking these industries of hell. This is how they're starting. Industries of hell are starting by changing people's mind to accept them as feeding the world. This is what they're saying. We're trying to feed the world. Once people are accepting to have these backyard farms, the nightmare of factory farms will come, and people will not rebel it. And with it they bring what? their big banks. This is a big industry we're dealing with. their big farm, big
1: bank, big everything. Annie, thank you, but I just want to know what your question is because those were very good comments, but what's your question? My question is, what can we do,
4: Jenny? And you guys are heroes. I mean, everything you're all doing is so beyond heroic. What can we do to amplify your voice and bring you protection? Because you really are the front-line heroes, putting your life, your comfort at risk. I can't thank you enough. I can't love show you my love enough, but what can I do? Because I feel frustrated not to be able to help
1: you. Thank you, Annie. Well, what should people who are outraged? I mean, you know, there's just no way. And by the way, we showed one shot of uh, pigs with, uh, because she had mentioned uh, Farmer John, and uh, this activist uh, went undercover in a completely different case and risked her own life, uh, Raven Deerbrook, to videotape, the uh, pig gas chambers, and the footage is so horrific that we can't even show like five seconds of it, and we'd probably be yanked off all social media. I mean, it's beyond comprehension. A horror show. Animal agriculture today is a horror show, and when are people going to wake up? And it's going to come back to haunt. It will come back to haunt, for sure. It will come back to haunt through climate change. If a tornado rips away your house, if your house goes on fire, if you have to move because the waters are rising, well, remember that beef and um, cheese and other meat products are, according to the greenhouse gas emission price tags, the very highest. So you're not a victim, you're a participant, and the U.S. government, for example, is Participating in um, accelerating climate change by just giving $43 million to expand meat and poultry. Um, it, it's beyond comprehension. Stupidity, self destructive stupidity. And, you know, it's time we just stood up and said, this is insane. It would be insane if there wasn't climate change, if it wasn't unhealthy for people, if it was just torture. But it's torture for animals plus the most self-destructive thing that human beings can do. So, Jenny, to answer Annie's question, what should people who are horrified by these videos do?
2: You know, I find that doing activism with like-minded souls, if, if you can, is something that really lifts your spirit. Because what we don't want to do is have people get too depressed and become inactive and think that I can't make a change. You know, uh, a stupid idea. You could go outside, you know, somewhere that has a picture of a happy animal, and you could put some chalk on the on the sidewalk. You could get some leaflets from Peter, um, or you could produce your own cheaply some business cards and hand them out outside a butcher's store or when you're in the lineup. At a supermarket, you could speak to people and say, "Did you know?" and then have conversations. Even if they're one-sided conversations, honestly, I feel better reaching out to people on a one-to-one basis if necessary. You know, writing in um, on social media, writing in when you see articles in the newspaper, writing letters to the editor. Use your skills. Some people bake. Some people are artists. Some people are good at writing. You find out what your skill is and turn that into activism every day. You can do just five minutes every day and then that really helps.
1: Please don't feel as though you're powerless. If you're just joining us, these two women along with um, nine others were sentenced and Jenny got the more severe sentence, even though none of them are going to jail, there, is, um, there are a lot of conditions that are going to severely impact her life, all for showing what's really happening inside a Canadian pig facility. And um, if you're just joining us, uh, the footage is, is so upsetting that it, it really left me with P- PTSD just uploading it today. Uh, and, and here's the sad irony. The judge himself that sentenced these people uh, Call the conditions impactful, poignant, troubling, and disturbing. No bleep, Sherlock. It doesn't take a genius to see that this is a horror show. And we invite anybody from the Canadian pig industry uh, or from the this farm, which apparently has been shut down because the video turned out to be evidence uh, to to send inspectors in. Talk about that, Jenny, if you would
2: well, you know what, um, the inspectors went in, they gave a fail, but then the, you know, air quote, farm uh, fixed their conditions and reopened. But I, I think it's because um, industry was not supporting this place that they then stopped farming, air quote, again, animals. Um, I, bu- I believe that they would have kept open if industry had supported them. But, uh, you know, it's a big win. It's it's a massive win that they did stop with the animals, even though, I mean, I have to be careful what I'm saying here because of conditions. But, um, you know, I'm really pleased that they're no longer operating.
1: Well, explain, if you can, some of the conditions. I don't want to get you in trouble, but uh, you were sentenced. You were talking to them. I think we're probably the first media outlet to do an interview, a, a, a consistent a significant interview after the sentencing. Um, But this is the video you recorded. You didn't take any animals. You just said, we want the media to come in and we want this to be investigated. And now you have to be very careful what you say, because the judge, now you have a criminal record and the judge imposed conditions. So potentially you could go to jail if you say the wrong thing.
2: Yes, um, but I can talk about the conditions of the pigs. I mean, you can see what we're looking at at the moment is a fe- well, a female pig. They have no working food system. They lick the food off the floor, the same floor that they defecate and urinate. Uh, there's baby piglets crammed into small boxes with feces smeared all over the walls. Pigs are clean animals. The systems in in the Back were broken so the pigs are literally living in two inches of their own excrements you know lying in it sleeping in it the hacking coughs are happening you know viral loads are everywhere uh, the air is thick with ammonia and there's a human element to this so the workers have to work in this environment too i keep on stressing we Advocate for animals, but we care about the human element
1: too. Of course, I mean people who uh, uh, peace, love, do everything with love. Well, if you're eating pigs, even if you might not be killing the pigs yourself, you're a co-conspirator in this. And this is not the outlier. I just want to talk about that before we go to break. At Jenny, every time any nonprofit organization or group goes into one of these facilities, they find horrific footage. It's, this is the rule, not the exception. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Every single time, you
2: know, they, they tidy them up for the media, for the brochures that they produce, but every single time
1: there's something absolutely horrendous. We've got to do something about this. We're getting to a crisis point, um, in our society, uh, I think that, you know, I honestly rarely am speechless, but looking at this footage and having to download it, then edit it, then re-upload it, I've looked at it now four or five times. I personally feel like I have PTSD from watching this. I am embarrassed to be a member of the human race. Official. We need to have people realize that if they pick up I was at a supermarket just yesterday in the meat. You see, I stay away from the meat section. You see these people mindlessly just picking this up because it's wrapped and it's all wrapped, you know, sorry, but you're the co-conspirators in this. If you think it's morally reprehensible, don't buy it. If nobody bought it, it would stop. I mean, people are beyond upset about this wrongful judgment. You are martyrs to a cause. You should be given an award for showing this. And indeed, this quote-unquote farm had to shut down in the wake of all this. There was an investigation. So I I just, and now Canada's thinking of passing a massive ag-gag law. You know, you can't keep the truth suppressed forever. I don't care what kind of even totalitarian society you live in. And, you know, I think this is an assault on democracy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are assaulting free speech. You are doing investigative journalism is how I look at it. You're showing people what we're, what if one of the major networks went in and did the same thing? They the Edward R. Murrow awards. The whole thing is, is we, we're, we're a messed up society. And it's time for us to look in the mirror because the clock is ticking. Time is running out. We're going to take a short break here on Voice America Radio, but we're going to stay live on the Unchained Network, and we're going to be staying live on all socials. So uh, we haven't stopped. We're only halfway through, if that, of our conversation. So... Um, I just want to remind everybody, you are watching Unchained TV. We are a nonprofit, almost entirely volunteer run. I take no salary Uh, after decades in mainstream journalism, seeing the absolute blackout on animal rights and the plant-based lifestyle that exists in mainstream. um, We launched this. We are the world's only free streaming network that promotes a plant-based lifestyle and animal rights. You can download Unchained TV on your phone for free. You can download it. Just go to your app store, just download it right now. And then you can text this story to anyone you have a phone number for. So you, you can share it, but you could also download this. This is up along with many, many other live interviews. And you can literally text it to somebody who says, like people have said to me, oh, I'm very careful about my meat. I make sure I have organic, free range meat. Text them this. Download it right on your phone and text it to them.
3: follow voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts
0: get unchained tune in every wednesday for unchained tv on the voice america variety channel featuring nationally recognized best-selling author tv journalist and the founder of the unchained tv free streaming network jane velez mitchell This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Unchained TV, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. listening to unchained tv to reach the show today call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email in to jane at unchained now back to the show
1: welcome back we are talking to natalie and jenny heroes who went in and showed horrific conditions inside a canadian pig farm and instead of getting awards, they got prosecuted. And now uh, Jenny is one of those who has a criminal record. What are the details in terms of what does that mean for people who are wondering, well, okay, you're not going to jail. That's good news. But it's, it's not over by a long shot.
2: No, um, we actually have probation. We have um, a small fine that we have to pay. Um, we had to pay you know minimal court costs and we have to do 100 hours of community service uh, can I just address the kind of hero thing you know on, on a personal level honestly you know I'm privileged that I can do this type of activism um, and, and my fellow defendants you know we put ourselves forward But honestly, anyone who does something for the animals every single day is a hero, too, in their eyes. So, I mean, you know, um, honestly, all forms of activism to me are are valid in whatever people can do.
1: Um, I understand. And I know you're very uh, modest, but honestly, it takes a certain type of uh, courage to go into a place knowing that the um, the repercussions could be prison. And, you know, we recently covered a ginormous uh, march in San Francisco, the Animal Liberation March. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people marching through the street. Zero, zero media coverage, except for Unchained TV. And that is, I, I think, an abrogation of journalistic responsibility um, by all the local news stations and all the local newspapers and even the national newspapers. Now, if you want to get coverage, you have to get arrested. There's something really wrong with that. Yes. The person who was in mainstream media for many years, just today, I saw on a major network, which I won't repeat which, they... Did a whole story about how some restaurant owner says vegans aren't allowed in anymore because they complain too much, and so they'll they'll cover that exactly, away, exactly. but they won't cover you showing what's really happening inside these factory farms. So we are dealing with a government that has been colonizing. exactly, yeah. Go go ahead, Jenny.
2: It makes me. Furious When I see that, honest to God, because then it just drives that public conversation that, oh, vegans are annoying. Let's just pile on. And then we get the hate. And, you know, yes, we're vegan, but we're animal rights investigators. And what we see needs to be out there, too. I made comments on that restaurant story and, you know, put a picture of what I'd seen. And that, that needs to be out there, too. And that's what I'm saying. Everyone's activism is valid. So why doesn't everyone go in, find the comments on this hot story, and make the case that animals are going through absolute torture? And that um, restaurant owner needs to get a grip, take himself out of the cave. He's not a caveman, is he? And you know, get with the times and and stop selling animal cruelty.
1: Now you know, looking at history, and we always are very careful not to compare um, any suffering with another suffering. There's no need to do that. But throughout history, you see that people who have engaged in concepts that we look back and go, "How could they possibly have done that? What a horror show!" what a nightmare, how morally reprehensible, there are no words, evil, evil. Yet they are lauded by society during that time period. And they are given awards and they are considered the leaders of society. This is the twisted irony that we all have to deal with. As somebody said, if you wanna know how you would have behaved during those awful times, don't just make a story up in your head, ask yourself, how am I behaving now about this horror? How am I behaving now about this horror? Because if you're doing nothing and you're saying that's not my problem and then going out and having bacon or ham or turkey or chicken or beef, you are the horror. You are the horror. And it pains me to say that. I don't believe that, you know, shaming people is something that, Certainly, I enjoy doing, but this isn't shaming as much as it's time to get real. It's time to get real, and only your real friends will tell you. I'm 28 years sober. Only my true friends told
3: me I had a problem. Okay, Natalie. Well, you're talking about the the injustices of of before, um, and I know you said you don't want to compare one to the other, and I don't want to do that either. But it's you know you can look at those times, and you can it can also give you hope. Because those injustices ended when it seemed impossible, at a time when it seemed like slavery would never end, you know, that that black community would never have the rights that the white community has. And now we've had, you know, a, a president of the United States who was black, and you know, it's it's just you have to look at these other causes and realize that change can happen a lot faster than you can even dream of. And especially with technology for the animal rights movement, with food technology, the options that are on the market now and coming onto the market very soon are are incredibly um, impressive and, and um, realistic. And it's really going to allow people to feel more comfortable walking away from eating animals because... When you go to someone on the street, I do a lot of street outreach. That's sort of the main form of activism that I do. When you talk to someone on the street about on the street about whether or not, you know, they want to spend their life hurting animals, obviously, almost everyone, almost everyone, not everyone, there are psychos out there, but almost everyone says, no, of course, I don't want to hurt animals. Anybody who sees an animal hurt, it, it's, it's, it's one of the worst things we can see. And yet we pay for it every day. We pay for it. Systemically, it's it's just part of our everyday lives. It's it's completely mental, but that that's why we know it's going to end, because of how illogical that is, how insane that is, how inhumane that is, how it's not even who we truly are at our core. At our core, we are people with altruistic, beautiful values, and you have to remember that even when you look at all the horrors of the world and how horrible we're being to animals and to our to other humans as well, you have to remind yourself that at our core, human beings are good. And I, I have to keep hope that we are getting better and better as a society as time goes on.
1: And if you think that, well, it's never going to end because as so many people like to say, well, people are going to eat what they want to eat. Well, not when it's not subsidized by the U S government. Okay. One of the reasons, and I know this case is in Canada, but it's a similar situation in Canada and in most of the Western world is that one of the reasons why people continue to eat this is it's artificially the price is suppressed because of all the subsidies. Um, I personally, I don't know how you feel, and we're kind of having a wide ranging discussion, but when I see horror like this, I say, whatever it takes, uh, will I eat um, cultivated meat? No, I didn't grow up eating meat, but uh, it, it for those many people who say, I could never give up, I could never give up, I could never give up. There is a story today, and I am reading it off of CNBC right now. And it says, U.S. regulators approve sale of cell cultured chicken by two startups, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has approved the sale of cell cultured chicken by Good Meat and Upside Foods, yeah, outside. So, we and and The technology is there to do this with every animal. I know it's controversial in the vegan space because it's not technically vegan, even though there are some that are technically vegan because they're bioidentical. They simply copy the DNA sequencing. That's a different one than the one was approved today. But I say whatever reduces suffering, with 80 billion animals being tortured and killed around the world, more animals are tortured and killed in one day than all the human beings who have died in all the wars in human history, just to put uh, a context on it. I say whatever. And when I read that this morning on CNBC, I thought, hallelujah, already uh, it's going to be served by some fancy um, chefs. Uh, I want to make sure I pick the right ones, but um, you know, some of the top chefs, I think it's I don't want to miss, misspeak, so I won't say. But the person behind this is Josh Tetrick. When I had a show years ago on on uh, CNN Headline News (HLN), I interviewed him when he was just a tiny little startup, and he said, "You know, I used that interview to go around and pitch my." Uh, at that time, it was just Mayo. I pitch my product, uh, the Mayo alternative to investors, and now look at him. Yeah. Now look at him. So as Nelson Mandela said, it always seems impossible until it's done. Um, Jenny, what are your thoughts on that? Because I just came back from the Vegan Women's Summit. The amount of plant-based alternative technology that is out there and the cultivated meat, all these alternatives to torturing pigs the way we've seen them tortured today on this video that you recorded, I I think that is going to yeah, that's going to be the game changer.
2: Yeah, I, I absolutely do, do as well. Um, cell-cultured meat, you know, lab-grown meat, whatever you want to call it, I think is, is an absolute game changer. And I think that is going to push, you know, against these people who say, oh, I'm never going to give up, you know, what I'm eating. And the other thing I think uh, which is amazing is that some of the big, you know, animal flesh companies, especially in Canada like Tyson and, and Maple – producing their own plant-based bacon. You know, if the companies uh, themselves that are the big animal companies do this, then they are realizing that, you know, using animals, using and abusing animals is completely archaic, completely outdated. And in Canada, for example, we have a food guide which tells us that, you know, the food groups now don't need to include so much animal and we need to basically get with the advice of the health authorities with, with the government health and, you know, get rid of the animal protein. It's just bad for the environment. It's bad for us. And for God's
1: sake, it's bad for the animals. I mean, it's, it's a lose, 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 Jenny. And you know, what, what I don't get is why the Mensa Club members who can figure everything else out, you know, oh, the Mueller investigation. Yeah, that was complicated. I read some of that and I was like, "Woo!" a lot of it was very difficult. Well, they can absorb that and spew it out, but they can't get that 8 billion humans torturing and killing 80 billion animals every year contributes to Not only their torture and suffering, but habitat destruction, wildlife extinction, human world hunger, because these animals are eating a huge percentage of the food being produced, Um, climate change, deforestation, ocean dead zones. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Preventable lifestyle diseases. They, They can't put that all together. Well, with hundreds and hundreds of people marching in San Francisco, a lot of them were teenagers. They figured it out. I just do not understand this disconnect Natalie.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um but you were saying young people, I mean young people just um they're they're less stuck in their ways because they're so young and so they're more open-minded to um new ideas, progressive ideas, change, rights issues. They just they're just more They're just more open in general. And so that's why there are so many young people in this movement, um, with the exception of amazing people like Jenny McQueen, of course, and yourself, Jane, um, and myself, actually, what am I saying? I'm 39, so I'm not actually that young. Um, But yeah, in general, um, you know, the whole world just needs to um, wake up, just wake up, look around you and see what horrors you are supporting. Open your eyes, use your heart. We're not asking for much more than that.
1: If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking to two women uh, of the Canada 11, even though one's American, about how they were just sentenced uh, for going into this pig facility and just videotaping. They didn't take any animals. uh, Not that there's anything wrong, in my opinion, with rescuing animals in distress. uh, Far from it. But um, you are appealing. And... um, when might you know if your appeal is successful, Jenny? Well, appealing is a, is a big decision, too. Uh, we're
2: currently discussing that. Um, we feel that, you know, our free speech has been stifled and, some of the, you know, some of the uh, defendants are extremely concerned that, that their, their sentence, was, their criminal record was unfair. So it's a discussion that we're going to have, but we do need to move quickly. If we launch an appeal, you know, it's a big financial um, undertaking as well. We've, 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 people have been so kind. I mean, we do have um, donations that will help towards the appeal, but we would need to raise a little bit more money as well. So it's a big decision. Um, is it the right thing to do for the wider animal rights movement, for the, for the wider social justice movement? That's part of the discussion, too.
1: Um, tell us about Rose's Law while we have just a couple of minutes left. What is Rose's Law, Jenny? You know, Rose,
2: Rose's Law is a beautiful thing where it, it says that, you know, the right to rescue should be enshrined in law. There's five different, um, you know, things that you can look up, you know, a right to a home or a habitat, the right to be represented in the law. And I would ask people, you know, roseslaw.org have a look at the website um, support the
3: cause and you know it's it's just the right thing to do. If I can interject Rose was actually a chicken Um, there was an action I can't remember where it was somewhere in the United States but um, it was at a it was at a poultry farm and some activists were occupying the farm and then when they left one of the activists was holding a chicken and she named her Rose, and the policeman actually allowed her to leave the farm with Rose, the chicken, in her arms, and that sort of signified that even the police knew that it was that it was justified to allow this animal to to leave and not and not endure the suffering anymore. The fact that a police actually allowed allowed the chicken to leave, and so then, then that chicken went to a sanctuary, and that's that's what sort of started the idea of Rose's Law.
1: And it spread. It's now global. You could see that one of the people who went into this horror show of a pig facility, there's a dying piglet, was wearing a Rose's Law t shirt. And so many people are, I know you're very modest, but people are just, you know, they're expressing their gratitude. Thank you, Jenny McQueen, Natalie Bardisek, for being so brave through this entire exhausting trial. I'm sad about the guilty verdict, but your action has not gone unnoticed and certainly opened people's eyes on the cruelty they unknowingly support in their daily consumption habits. I pray one day soon um, none of these actions will be necessary as animals will no longer be part of our food system. Well, from your mouth to God's ear, as they say. All right, we only have a couple of minutes left. So let's get final thoughts from everybody. Um, why don't we start with you, Natalie? Final thoughts.
3: Uh, no regrets, no regrets. I said it to the judge and I'll say it for the rest of my life. Um, I could never regret any peaceful action that I've taken for animals, no matter what kind of action it was. Um, it, I, I have a lot of hope, even though I've seen a lot of disgusting suffering when you're an activist, um. You know, you expose yourself to horrible imagery and truths that are just completely destroy your faith in your own species, in humankind, in human kindness. And yet I still have hope. I have hope. And I, it's mostly because I'm an activist as well, because I'm part of this community of people that all care. Humans that, I, that give me that hope. Um, And so if you are feeling hopeless, please become an activist. Please, as Jenny very wisely said, find out what your strengths are and use them to help animals in any way that you feel that you can. There are so many different ways to do activism, whether it's through your computer, you don't have to go anywhere, um, or actually finding your local community and joining them and helping them and using your brain, your skills to, to contribute and to make a difference. You can make a difference. Everybody can.
1: And Jenny, your final thought? Yeah,
2: please, you know, talk to friends, family, ask them to stop eating animals, share the video that we talk inside, you know, explain to them that free range is not a thing. Animals are not, you know, enjoying their lives. People talk about, you know, if only uh, slaughterhouses had glass walls, people forget about birth to death um, of animals and it's absolute hell throughout So spread the word every single day. I mean, see someone walking a dog. Are you an animal lover? Give them a leaflet. Just have information with you at all times. If you don't like joining group activities, you know, do something on your own. But um, don't give up hope. Always speak up in whatever situation. Just always speak up.
1: Well... I agree with you 100%. And what I'd like to say is there are 8 billion people on the planet. And so it's going to be hard to talk to them all individually. This is why we started Unchained TV. We are the world's only. There is no other, okay, global streaming network for animal rights and veganism. Download it. Unchained TV, one word, you can download it on your phone. You can download it on your television with Amazon Fire Stick, or if you have a Roku device, or if you have an Apple TV device, you go into the search and you put in Unchained TV, one word. You can also watch it online, but we urge people to download it so you can get notifications. Uh, And the reason I say that is that all of this incredible activism is there. Uh, Literally now we have thousands of videos. If somebody's suffering from a health problem, you can text them Forks Over Knives. If somebody says, I only eat humane meat, you can text them this video. So that's a way to get involved without even having to stand up. Thank you for joining us. See you next time here. And I don't care what you have to say. You're my heroes.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Unchained TV. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.